UFO, Average Joe and Joe Boo on your radio. Ready, make a podcast, so turn it up, because you know we about to mix it up. With music, sports, games, and more on the podcast, things you think you don't care about. Ain't nothing but a Joe thing, baby. Two guys with mics getting crazy. We picking up material daily, so don't miss an episode. Hashtag the cabal. We're going to try to do everything we can to keep it clean. We're going to try to enlighten the world. That's what we're going to do. That's fair. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Average Joe's Media. I am the Average Joe Boo. And I am the Average Joe. And uh, today, joining us, top of the dude chain. Top of the dude chain. Top of the dude chain. The man, the myth, the legend himself, Joshua Walker. That's right. Josh, uh, I know you're excited about today. What's going on? Yeah. Top dude chain doesn't let me talk about this stuff very often. Good. We're good. I'm glad we could well, uh, uh, intercede. We're good. We're, we're ready to break the internet. That's right. That's right. Sweet. Also with us, uh, just if necessary, <laughs> just we're just going to leave it at this, uh, the tickler, to Has- tickle that curiosity. Hashtag conspiracy Kate. Uh, is with us, and uh, and she, you know she's gonna she's gonna try to shed some light on uh, on how maybe we can find some of these conspiracies, or or maybe her perspective if that comes up. Uh, just kind of whatever she feels. She, we're not gonna reveal who she is, and gotta, gotta whether it's safe. a she or not. We're gonna say she the whole time. So it could be a he. It could be. It's 2020. It could be a chair. Well, it, we don't know. That's right. That's right. We could have put a. a a voice modulator on a dog. I mean, we don't really know. I don't know. We, you could be hearing the voice of a cat. That's right. Because we, you know, here here at Average Joe's Media, we're open to any and all. That's fair. That's fair. We really are. We really are. So thank you, um, our deep state conspiracy theory expert, our insider. Yeah. Tickler, aka Conspiracy Kate. We appreciate that you're here. Uh, we will keep your contributions to a bare minimum to protect yourself. That's right. That's right. Protect your identity as well as your integrity. Very much so, very much so. Okay, so Josh, uh, tell, us about, uh, tell us about what got you into conspiracies and, uh, and trying to navigate that thing that is, uh, you know, the truth in government. Well, I mean, it, it kind of started a long time ago. I was watching that movie uh, JFK with my buddy in high okay. school. And he kept, it was on VHS or DVD or whatever. 
And so he kept rewinding that part with the the ZipRooter film where Kenny's head gets blown off and uh, Kevin Costner keeps going back to front, back to back to front, back to front, back to front. And he's trying to prove that, whatever. So anyway, my uh, my buddy and I were talking about it and, and basically he enlightened me because I guess he's been into a long... And essentially he said LBJ had, uh, had something to do with Kenny's oh. death. So... You know, this is in San Antonio, and Linda B. Johnson or Johnson City's just up the road about an hour. Uh, so you obviously know LBJ is a, a Texas sweetheart, or whatever. So I go home. My grandpa happened to be there, and uh, someone made the comment, and I just said, "We all know LBJ has something to do with it." I just remember what my buddy said to be funny or whatever. And my grandpa got pretty upset about it, and I think y'all talked about this before with my brother. And he, he probably goes into it in better detail than I do. But uh, my granddad had some... He didn't have something to do with the assassination, but he was he was tied to it somehow. He was supposed to have breakfast with... Uh, or he was invited to have breakfast with Kennedy that morning, uh, but turned really? it down. Wow. And oh, supposedly, the, the letter, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, the handwritten invitation. Right, that he tore up. That he threw up. Oh yeah, he, he threw he tore it up and threw it away, and uh, he says only regret is uh, he would have kept the kept the letter. Still wouldn't never sit down with the Kennedy. Wow. So that, that I guess that's where it officially started. I kind of realized like some of the stuff we were getting wasn't uh, legit, okay. and, and then uh, fast forward here to about two or three years ago with the WikiLeaks emails. Ah uh, yes, and. And Edward Snowden, and uh, and and they're just just things didn't jive up, right? You know, and uh, and so then we you got into it, and about I'd say January of 2018, I stumbled upon uh, the QAnon okay. group, which I don't know if you guys have heard about that yeah, or that, not. That's in my list of things to ask about today because and and some of those yeah. videos. I heard a whole bunch about the Q, the Q crumbs, Q drops, yeah, Q, yeah, Q drops, which yeah. I was like, keep uh-huh. it clean now. That's fair. And then uh, the Q anons, yeah. And then, uh, and then I figure they just go on, on, and on, and uh, about Q. So yeah, I'm dying to hear more about that. Yeah, I got into that about I think it was January. Q came out in uh, October of 17. Okay, that's right. Yep. And I got into it. I think January of 18, maybe December. So, not at the ground floor, not the first one, but got in pretty early, and uh, it's pretty wicked stuff, man. Yeah, pretty wicked stuff. So I don't know if we want to start off with with the whole Q thing. Spoiler alert! You know, if you haven't if you haven't <clears throat> seen the what was the what was the video the two hour one called again? Fall of Fall Fall Cabal. Fall Cabal. Yeah, so unfortunately, I did not make it to episode 10, which apparently is the best. But in episode 9, my mind was blown where they're saying that uh, they think possibly uh, Donald J and his generals are the Q. Oh, yeah. Or, or heavily oh, involved. For sure. So when you – it's so uh, – just kind of a background on Q. Uh, it's, it came out on 4chan. If you don't know anything, you, you, don't, you don't know anything about the 4chan and the 8chan and all that stuff. Negative. And this is kind of where I got into it because what happened was, y- y'all know Shia LaBeouf, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
remember that and he raised that he he put up that 24-hour feed and he he raised that flag and he was protesting we will not uh whatever and 4chan people and, and if essentially it's just a, a website created by hackers that you can post on anonymously and it protects who you are and, and all that good stuff kind of like reddit uh a little more secure than reddit uh it's it's more of a free enterprise to, to I mean you get some stuff you probably don't want to get, but it's one of those free thought, free speech type of platforms. You can say whatever you want and all that good stuff and they don't censor anything. Reddit will censor you a little bit. So anyway, essentially what they did is they kept going to wherever Shia LaBeouf was and uh and stealing his flag. He had some flag with something on it. It's it's hilarious. So he took it out into the boondocks somewhere, out in the forest on some mountain somewhere, and raised it. And didn't tell anyone where it was at. And the people on 4chan, he would he had the live stream, and the people on 4chan started looking at planes flying over the, the flag and the star patterns. And I think it was less than 72 hours, cracked where it was, and someone went out there with a drone and, and set it on fire or something like that. Oh it's ridiculous. Whoa! So, oh my gosh. so that that's hilarious. So, so the point being is, is this this Q movement isn't a bunch of sixteen-year-old kids messing with people. These are legitimate uh, researchers and legitimate code crackers that uh, that are on this. But anyway, so Q comes out, and uh, the first one says that Hillary Clinton's been indicted. Uh, and this stuff will start happening, you know, as far as her getting arrested and all that. If you remember in the election, 2016, essentially uh, Trump said that, you know, she said something and he said you'd be in jail or something like that. Right. Anyway, so, so so someone put that and it got a lot of interest. And then it goes on and, and then this Q guy starts posting pictures from Air Force One and start posting things that are within nanoseconds of what the president posts and all that. And uh, and people started pinging him and they're saying, hey, if, if you're really with the president, have him do this or have him say this. And I think where I kind of really shifted towards, I think there's something here, is on Easter, some dude said, hey, if you're really with the president, have him say tippy top. Uh, which, you know, no one says tippy top. Sure. Well, at the Easter at the Easter presentation by the president with the Easter Bunny there and all that, he said the the, the White House looks great. It's in tip top shape. In fact, I say it's in tippy top shape. Wow! And this is a matter of like, I mean, these these things are right, happening right as right next to each other. And I'm like, that can't be a coincidence because no one says tippy top. I mean, maybe maybe the president probably does. He says a lot of weird things, but <laughs> it's just. These things don't happen like this. So, okay. Uh, anyway, the whole purpose of the Q movement is is essentially to bypass the media and any type of propaganda through social media or whatever, and give you it. It doesn't give you a lot of answers. What he does is is make suggestions, and then you have these four chan, which is now eight uh, eight kun uh, is a website now. But essentially, you have all these these really smart people that, you know, government contractors, all this stuff that are looking into it. And then they bring these, so he calls it laying crumbs. So he puts out this, and then they go research it to what it possibly means. 
and they'll post it, and if, if someone gets it, he'll uh, he'll confirm it. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, so essentially, that's what he does, and he, he's been saying a lot of things, kind of enlightening the people, bypassing the thing. But every now and then, what you'll see in the in the Q map uh, is what they call is you'll see a Q. It'll sign off with Q plus. So ninety nine percent of the time, it signs off with Q. But occasionally it'll sign off with Q plus and uh, Q plus I'm 99.9% sure is Trump himself. Okay. Now the Q team is, is either an individual or a very small group of individuals that's known by, by only 10 people in this world. Very, very uh, covert. Uh, but like I said, guarantee you Q plus is, 99.9% sure it's the president himself, which is pretty funny because he'll post pictures of himself uh, and, then, and then sign it with Q+, and with memes of, of his picture and all that, and then sign it Q+, so he's, no, he's posting about himself, which is hilarious. But, uh, uh, yeah. Okay. So, and like I said, man, and you have the, like I said, you have these very, very, very smart code crackers all over the place that are they're putting these things out there and the theories and all that, uh, and then every now and then he'll uh, he'll repost it and and confirm what they're thinking, and then that just sends them off down down a trail that, that they just get even more and more information on. And so this, some of this is also referred to as people are saying that basically the reason we're not just opening the door on everything is uh, they're calling it like red pilling, uh, referencing um, yep. the Matrix. If you take blue pill or red pill, if you take the red pill. <coughs> You're 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 woken yeah. up. There's no going back, and so um, I was listening or, or watching, and both you know, I guess listening and watching technically, you know, That's audio fair. and visual. That's fair. Uh, but uh, they talked about him using the Fiji water, oh yeah, um, and then that leading to one of the first organizations of the sex trafficking being taken down. Yeah, that was kind of a tip yeah. of that. Like it was a big enough event, yep. but small enough. To not like open up too many eyes. I think the terms was it cognitive dissonance, dissonance, dissonance. Yeah, I've heard about so essentially language. And and I think I think that's that that's a good place to start. Is the cognitive dissonance is is you've got to come to the realization that like even though you and I may have some sort of moral compass that makes us think. Human trafficking is probably a, a vile and rotten thing that no one, not everyone like you and I. And I would, I would even argue that 95 to 97% of the world's population falls in that boat. The problem is you got uh, a 3% that are just filthy individuals that uh, essentially uh, have, have made their way into, into powerful positions. And, and that's why they're able to get away with those things. That's fair. But, uh, yeah, as far as as, uh, as a dissonance, you, you've got to get past that point to the realization that this heinous stuff does go on uh, and, and that people are capable of it. I think part of the reason you don't is because maybe you think you're capable, which you may be. I don't know. I mean, it, it's one of those things we're not in those positions of power. We don't have that level of money. We're not put in those positions to determine whether we do it or not, you know. Uh, I'm not saying everyone's terrible. I'm just saying, but there are people out there that are. What I thought was intriguing, and we kind of touched on this last time we were on your podcast when we were doing some side talk <clears throat> about this type of stuff, is that um, 
you don't always see things. You know what I mean? Like once you once you become more aware or you allow yourself to see or hear something, then you start picking up on everywhere it's been. So in like one of these uh, films I was watching, um, it was talking about all the different symbols, sat- satanic symbols and symbols of the cabal that are everywhere. So when you start talking about like right. Katy Perry and Lady Gaga, you're like, okay, that's looked off. But then they showed a picture of the Beatles. Yeah. In the 50s, holding upside down crosses and then an album cover that had like dismembered baby dolls. Yeah. I've never, I love the Beatles, right? Like, I think I've, I know a little bit about them. A little bit. I've never, I've never seen that, never noticed that, never would even thought about it. Yeah. And then I'm going to look at my notes real quick because I don't want to butcher this word and y'all laugh at me. Uh, uh, I'm probably going to do it anyway. It's inevitable. I have like three pages of key words here. Um,. But looking at the pictures of people before Trump was elected and since Trump's been right. elected and that uh, – hold on. Where is the it? pictures of people? Like, yes. Like famous people? Right. Okay. Um, oh, my goodness. What is that stuff called? You're probably going to know it. What I, are you talking about? The things that people are taking. It's uh, what happens if uh, children uh, are, Conspiracy Kate? What's that called? Where they're tortured and they produce something from their body. Oh, adrenochrome. 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 Adrenochrome, yeah. And so they were showing like some people, like it's a a real thing. And It's in the movies everywhere. Yeah, but like apparently it's like a real thing and then even some people have even talked about doing it, taking it. And it's, again, you're like, yeah. seriously? Well, so the big thing there is that that's that's a drug that will make you feel or appear younger. Or keep you younger looking, right. and whenever you don't get it, you age considerably. More than you would have highly, highly addictive. Right. Yep. Um, it does make you you appear younger. Apparently, gives you a state of euphoria that's unmatched by any other drug that that's ever been created. Supposedly, I've never done it, obviously, but never done any drugs. But so I couldn't tell you speak expertly on that. But that's just what they say. Um. But you also got to look at it from the standpoint of, um, I think a lot of it's greed yeah. is, is when it comes down to it. Because you look at richest man in the world, who Jeff Bezos, is he still up there at like, what, $150 billion or something like that? Probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, the point, someone made a great point. The point is, is there are sheiks and princes uh, on the other side of the world that, that laugh at that kind of money. I mean, uh, just the amount of oil they're sitting on and not everything else they're sitting on. They have so much money that you can't bribe them and you can't buy them with money. They don't need right. it. And so they have vices that you help them, that, that these, these other greedy people help them reach, whether it's, you know, from a pedophile standpoint or from the adre- uh, adrenochrome or whatever it is, power. They just want to cropple, uh, or crumble a, a, a country just because they, they feel like they can. You know, that's how you pay these people uh, or buy these people off. Uh, and it, it's not through, you know, like you and I, you know, just a million dollars and you get what you need done. You have to provide them with these things. And so these big networks of, of, of human trafficking and all that, uh, have been uh, developed, and they've been developed with brands and corporations that you and I buy every day. Kate Spade uh, uh, is supposedly one of them. 
where you know ship they would ship with their their stuff all over the world they would put humans in the in the cargo ships and and that's how they would move them through customs and all that huh and she she's uh, one of the string of, of individuals who um who died rather mysteriously by suicide and it also was a theme of people yeah. who's died of their suicide uh was a strangulation or hanging themselves with a doorknob yeah and that's and, and a red yeah scarf. and a red scarf right. yep and a red scarf anthony bourdain is, is another one uh and if you go look at some of the tweets that he had he he started calling out the clintons Yep. Uh, and and then and then he was hung with a red doorknob. Uh, Chris Cornell yep. and Chester Bennington uh, both uh, abused his children and created a, a, a nonprofit organization to help combat uh, child molestation and child abuse. But was it uh, and the, the first, the second one that you mentioned? Um, no, no, I'm sorry. The guy from Lincoln. Chris Part. Cornell. Chris, yeah. Chester yes. They think that his abuser and biological father was Podesta, right? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that gets into the crazy stuff. But the point being is they were exposing child trafficking, uh, and they had a uh, a documentary or something that was about to come out, and then all of a sudden they, they killed themselves. You know, and then you look, they, they you know, they defame character of people. <clears throat> There's a big question around Michael Jackson. Uh, because they they attacked him so hard with the pedophile ch- you know, charges. He had 150 FBI investigations into him. Uh, and then you have very outspoken individuals like Macaulay Culkin and uh, uh, Haim and Feldman, Corey Haim and Corey uh, Feldman, who have come out, uh, who have called out people it's obvious they would call out michael jackson if he did anything to him and they said no no well I gotta, I gotta he never did he said go ahead. i was gonna say um that neverland documentary that's something you cannot unhear unsee or unwatch yeah that's never seen it but uh but again i mean which which one's true or not that's, not the, that's the, the problem the problem is sure. it's it, the, the waters have been muddied so much on 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 anybody that uh like I said on my podcast, don't get too attached to your favorite athletes or actors or politicians, whoever, because you don't know where it goes. And in and, and this, any side of the aisle, uh, the right's no better than the left uh, in some of this stuff. So I'm so. glad you mentioned that. So one of the things <laughs> that I'm going to do my own research into because I don't, I've not, I hadn't heard this, I haven't noticed this, and I'm intrigued by it now. Is the uh, the acquis the accusation um, that John McCain ah, basically is, joined the dark side is the fifth head of uh, ISIS? Yeah, 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 a Muslim Brotherhood, yeah. and that uh, his yeah. flag was wrinkled on his coffin on his coffin yeah. as a sign of a, as a traitor, a sign of treachery. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, so I hear that, and my my mind's blown because like John McCain, I didn't always agree with him, but I always thought like what a stand up guy and everything he had put been through. You know, in service of this country and stuff. So, um. well, and that's 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 interesting. Q, if you go look at the Q boards, he they refuse to mention McCain by name. They either refer to him as no name or uh, uh, he who we don't who the the one we don't we don't name or something like that. Like uh, Nice. Yeah, I mean, but essentially, that's they they do that for that reason. He's he's a traitor. 
Uh, but if you uh, you can you can find it on YouTube somewhere if you do some digging. But John Kasich was talking about because Trump right after right after John McCain died, uh, Trump was pretty relentless about some of the things he said about him. Uh, and uh, John Kasich said uh, John McCain had just been put to death, and and he was ridiculing Trump and what he was saying. He said John McCain had just been put to death, and we do this. You got Anderson Cooper, who's supposedly this Pulitzer uh, Prize-winning journalist, and he doesn't stop him at all. They just move on. I think it was Anderson Cooper. It might have been someone else. So they'd move on. Then Meghan McCain on The View talked about her dad dying, and she's like, you can't kill him a second time, but whatever. And then she goes on. So these people are slipping right. where I think in the past, most people would just kind of let it like a, a Freudian slip, but now we're kind of looking at like, there's something else going on. I think HW was was executed, yeah. <clears throat> and I think I think part of it, what it is, and this is just my theory, so take it for what it's worth. But I think they're singing like canaries, and part of the deal that they're getting for singing is that they get to it gets to seem like they're dying of natural causes, so that some sort of legacy can be left intact yeah. to the. Uh, public masses that makes sense man um especially with people getting older in age things are already starting to slip you know i really think like even reagan being kept as shut off as he was for so long um but um what i was gonna say about anderson cooper but he's in on this too right he's the son of uh i can't remember the name but had the, the vanderbilt yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and going back to what you were saying I, you guys probably already know this those that are dialed into this but i'm I, I used to be dialed into a lot of things. I took myself out of it just because kids work and everything, and it just was too time-consuming. I'm much more in now, and uh, so I'm just kind of jumping into the deep end here. But uh, but supposedly, though, right, there was a couple of individuals that were so wealthy they couldn't be bought. Yeah. And they were a threat, and it just so happened that all of them were on the Titanic. Yeah, so they were, uh, they were part of the uh, disagreement in the creation of the Federal Reserve. Yep. They had enough money to where who cares what kind of money you have, you're not going to get me to change my mind. Yeah. And, and so then, is the Titanic such a coincidence that uh, the people who uh, were on it died and the uh, the agendas or whatever that needed to be passed in order to get that Federal Reserve and those uh, those families in order to take control or whatever – they were able to do so because of that accident. Yeah, because of that accident. And the only two presidents to ever be assassinated were only two presidents that tried to move away from the reserve. They tried to move away from, uh, um, like like a debt free currency type thing. Yeah, and I it would make sense then as more of the stuff is coming to light. There's been a lot of movie, TV show esque things that are seriously trying to tie the Teamsters and the mob to Kennedy's death. So it would, just, it would just make sense then, right? If it was really the cabal yeah. or some other foreign dark government that really did it, all this stuff is coming to light, so why not start ingraining people? Because I really do believe that uh, like a lot of what a lot of these sites, sources, and people are talking about what they're doing with media to desensitize us. Because yeah. you can try to think of how far we want to go and our keep it clean and not trying to be too disruptive. <laughs> but um, there, I'll put it this way. There are certain social agendas that started creeping their way in the most family-friendly, innocent way back in the 90s. And now it's in everything. Uh, dude, it went beyond 
or way before the 90s. No, but I mean, all that Disney stuff had all kinds of uh, alluding to sexual uh, inferences and all kinds of other stuff in children's movies. Yeah. So they're they're trying to desensitize kids. Uh, What's well, subconsciously, right? Well, and then the, I never really put two and two together. A parent dies at the beginning of, like, every Disney movie. Every every single Disney movie. And that, um, uh, what was it, that uh, the Department of Defense or somebody? Maybe. Uh, Pentagon or something that helped Disney. The government helped Disney buy up all the land uh, in Florida for Disney World. Oh, I didn't know this. Um, yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't surprise me. But I tell you, one thing about him is it's very interesting. <clears throat> I was it's random to uh, of where this came from, but uh, we had gotten um, we were out of in the middle of moving. We didn't have internet at one point, <clears throat> and um, we uh, I was watching. I guess uh, the one of the TVs we had LG or whatever had like free over the air television, just these random channels. Okay, and one of them was this History Channel. And all it was doing was showing old, um, like, historical footage from movies and whatnot. Okay. And I didn't realize how much propaganda really happened during World War II. When you think of World War II, you're thinking, we were the greatest country ever to step up like we did. You know, how amazing must it have been to be a part of this greatest generation. And our government was so amazing for saving uh, everybody from Nazi imperialism and, and all this kind of stuff. But the propaganda was a lot. Yeah. And Disney was behind most of it. He was even doing propaganda for films for the soldiers and all the people out there. Like, there was, there was, no, there was no freedom of anything. It was all calculated. Right. And there's government papers that have been released that have talked about how the, the government, since the beginning of Hollywood, has actively seen movies, TV, radio, you know? Well, let's let's think about the the idea, Josh. I, I know that you've looked into, uh, I believe it's called Operation Mockingbird. Yes. Okay? And so let's think about the idea that uh, there is this theory out there where uh, every public message being broadcast um, by big media chains or whatever, um, they are trying to make it to where they can control every single thought or uh, or whatever by saying something along the lines of we'll control everything when uh, when what everybody sees on on media or whatever or what everybody believes is a lie right and so right uh, so operation mockingbird is uh, a CIA a legit CIA operation that started back in Confirmed. right uh, that started back uh, yeah. back when uh, around the time Joe around the time you're talking about maybe yeah so before even before the CIA it had its roots in the was it the SS no what was the 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 acronym before the CIA started OSS yeah OSS because the the people that started NBC CBS all the major radios like the first radio broadcasting companies were they all ex military ex intelligence something like that yeah. I didn't know that either. Yeah. So, Josh, uh, Operation Mockingbird. What? Uh, what is the? Where's the? Where's the things that we should be? You know, uh, leery of. What, what should be? What should we be looking out well, for? Uh, 
All right, we'll back it up first oh. to to the Kennedy assassination. Okay. Uh, JFK was 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 shot. Obviously, we know that he was shot twice, supposedly. Um, and what ended up happening is you had legitimate investigative journalism taking place at the time. Uh, Lyndon B. Johnson at the time in the '60s was essentially the Hillary Clinton. Uh, 13 dead bodies around and one of them included be a sister. Oh. Uh, and so there was a lot of, of shadiness around JFK. Uh, Kennedy's first term included putting someone on the moon. Right. Uh, it included a peaceful resolution to the Cuban Missile Crisis. Right. Uh, and uh, I mean, Kennedy was, uh, was, and he had one, he had, I think, I believe, don't miss, don't quote me on this, but I believe at the time he had the highest approval rating ever of any president. Uh, and that's even with, uh, the Bay of Pigs fiasco. Okay. Uh, which was an assassination attempt on, on, uh, Fidel Castro that went awry by the CIA. Uh, so long story short, uh, the only reason LBJ was on Kennedy's ticket in the first election was so that he could secure the South, take te- uh, where he could take Texas, right. he could lock down Texas and, and, and essentially the Union vote. Uh, he was so popular though that the the rumor is is he was going to kick LBJ off and and Robert Kennedy was going to run on his ticket the second time. Mm. You look at some of the fiasco around uh, his assassination. He was actually. Uh, he actually had the VP's Secret Service unit, uh, not Secret Service unit, but the VP's planning committee uh, on his on his uh, on that trip. So the VP's, so Lyndon B. Johnson's people are the one who planned his route and so forth. Uh, in conjunction, a, a gentleman by the name of George H.W. Bush was head of the CIA in the Dallas area at the time. Uh, George H.W. Bush denied being in Dallas, yet now there's pictures and documents that have come out here recently that proved he was in Dallas uh, when Kennedy was assassinated. So those are all linked. Uh, but anyway, point being is, is investigative journalism. Oh, and the coroner basically said that there's no possible way the the entrance and exit wounds on Kennedy's body could have gone from the back to the front. Uh, the coroner, this is the Surgeon General of the United States at the time, confirmed that that a bullet went through his neck uh, on the front and exited in the back. Uh, and then they, they hid that and whatever. So anyway, long story short, you have investigative journalism going in, and they start to question Lyndon B. Johnson's involvement into the Kennedy assassination. And so the letter agencies, CIA, FBI, whatever, uh, essentially coined the phrase conspiracy theory. Uh, And they gave Lyndon B. Johnson this coined phrase that essentially he could just answer all the questions with. People started, if if the, the, the questions started to get a little warm, uh, he could just write it off as a conspiracy theory and move it on. Uh, and then what they do is they muddy the waters with preposterous conspiracy theories like aliens, flat earth, uh, lizard people, whatever. 
to make the legitimate ones seem crazy as well. Does that make sense? Because they want to lump everything into flat Earth and lizard people and, and all that moon, you know the the moon mission and all that. And so they gave it to them. And then essentially what happened is uh, the letter, the CIA essentially took over uh, mainstream media. Ninety something percent of all uh, news media is owned by six people. Uh, and they just project the same message over and over and over again. Did you- uh, so we, we don't have a legitimate news source. We just have a, uh, we don't have a free press, really. <clears throat> we uh, just have a, uh, a propaganda machine like, like anyone else. Probably worse, though, because at least China, we know it's propaganda. Right. You know, on our side. Uh, there's still people out there who think that CNN is a credible source uh, of information, even though they've been caught in lie after lie after lie on, on, on almost a daily basis. So I, I think that um, one of the interesting things on in one of these films was basically there was one event that happened, and they showed probably half a dozen to a dozen different local news broadcasts from around the, the country, and they all used the same phrasing. Right. Well, those those guys. So they and I'm not saying those news people are part of the, part of it. Now I do think the Maddows and the Anderson Coopers and all that are CIA assets. But I'm I'm talking your local newswoman isn't a CIA asset. She's simply reading from a teleprompter. Uh, so the big question is who's controlling those teleprompters? And those teleprompters are controlled by. Uh, the government. Well, wasn't uh, wasn't Anderson Cooper's first job uh, like a CIA uh, intern or something like that? Yes. Yeah. No, he was part of okay. it, and that's the thing. They, they well, he left the CIA at this on this date, and he didn't. He just went into his his mission. Edward Snowden. Oh, I see. Uh, was a CIA operative, right. and his mission was to infiltrate the NSA. His mission was to infiltrate the NSA released the things that he released which was essentially that the Ameri- that uh, the American government spying on all their allies uh, and then the purpose of it was because the NSA has the ability I mean they could track us right now if you have your, if you have your cell phone on they can be listening to everything we're saying right well, now that's why we have ours in they have, and foil yeah <coughs> right so they, they have that they have that uh, ability uh, at the touch of their fingers, but it's very specific on what they can and can't do. Uh, and so he was able to expose that. Uh, and then you think about how he got, I mean, you're looking at the most wanted man in the world. He just blew up uh, a huge secret for this government, yet he was still able to get to Russia uh, before being detected. Right. Does that make yeah. sense? I mean, how's he getting through? I mean, you've been through Air Force security. Yep. There's no way the dude gets, you know, you and I. There's no way you and I do that. Sure. Uh, normally, you know. Uh, and, and so, and, and the intent was to point the NS, paint the NSA as the bad guys and then transition that ability to listen in on whatever to the CIA and, and, and put that under him getting to Russia and Putin not a, a accommodating the United States um in my mind would you like what's the agreement we have with countries to bring back extradition extradition yeah because his his uh unwillingness to extradite uh edward snowden threw a monkey wrench in it and then NSA was able to keep uh 
keep that that capability. NSA, in turn, are the good guys. So I want to I want to take it to something a little more modern, but I want to predate it with um, with okay. something in the past. So I was watching this this documentary series on Netflix, and I want to say Oliver Stone was behind it. I'm not 100 percent sure, uh, but in that though, is <clears throat> I found it very fascinating for things that we never were taught, we never were learned. Uh, or we never were learned. We never learned. Sorry. Right. I can't yeah, talk. English today. language is tough. Yeah, I know. I can't talk today. Uh, what's new, right? Uh, but anywho, <laughs> we're back. Um, one of the things was is that a lot of the Nazi Party's uh, framework of what they were doing to try to purify the Aryan race and and with the experiments and what they were doing to the Jewish population, a lot of that started. They copied from what was happening in the United States under Woodrow Wilson. Uh, he was a part of a society, and they began doing things in New York State where they were euthanizing and sterilizing people with disabilities and people that, w- that were criminal, uh, you know, prostitutes, stuff like that, people that were not good for society. <clears throat> and so I was completely thrown by it. But then, you know, you take, you jump a little bit further ahead towards the end of the war, and, and you operation, was it Paperclip? Yeah, Operation Paperclip. And that, it, to me, is completely mind-blown. Less than 20 Nazis were actually tried, convicted, and or put to death. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mind-blown, right? Because you don't think about that. You think they, they, they all were punished except for the few that escaped South America. And, you know, yeah. the Israelis have been hunting them ever since, right? No, no, no. Hitler? We, yeah. we brought them over here. Yeah, did Hitler really die or did he make his way to South America too? Well, uh, spoiler alert, if you watch Hunters on Amazon Prime, he's still alive. Is, but, is he um, still alive? Well, I mean, he was alive. Oh, then. okay. But, uh, Man, <laughs> he's got some fantastic he's genetics either. if he's still going. But I guess what I'm, what I'm getting at is, is as much as we grow up in America wanting to love America and love and be patriots, which I think you still can, uh, the government itself – is not really that great and never really has been. The idea of America, uh, the ideals of America, the American people, that type of sentiment I, I still think is, is pure and true. But the people that have been running this country and doing it with the name underneath our flag have done some pretty horrendous things. So, again, let's fast forward now. I've said for a while I feel like it's not it, it's impossible statistically. So, you know. Uh, Josh, you're good at analytics. That's what you do. Uh, uh, Joe Boo, you do the same thing in math and everything. You can't. I can't, I cannot believe that every mass shooting that has happened in our country in modern history has been by a white male. Statistically, it makes no sense. Okay. Right? There would have to be an anomaly. Yeah. Okay. So I don't. Well. Right? Well, well. A whole lot of white males in this country. So statistically speaking, yeah, you can mean, make the argument that it's higher likelihood that that happens than anything else. But but it, well, there, there's a saying to don't don't ever let a good crisis go to waste. Right. Uh, and so I think I think what you're seeing, like what you're talking about, one, you're not going to get the the news media to. Um, well, I mean, for example, just look at the, uh, remember El Paso, yeah. remember the El 
El Paso uh, shooting at the Walmart. You remember the the other mass shooting that took place at the at the same around the same Middle time. Middle Odessa. Now Dayton, Ohio. Oh. oh. But they found out that the guy in Dayton, Ohio, was a pro Bernie or a pro Elizabeth Warren guy, and his affiliations were uh, very far left. So far, and and people jumped on it so quick uh, that. That essentially that that particular story got squashed, and the story that uh, that took the the headlines was El Paso. So the point being is 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 you have a lot of this stuff happening around the country all the time. It's just what do they decide to run with the national news? You talk about the church that was shot the down in uh, uh, White Settlement uh, last summer. Oh yeah. And the one before uh, that, that was that, down further south. Right, but the one down there, uh, this is secondhand information that I'm getting it from, but uh, I know people who know people who who worship at that congregation. Essentially, the news guy said that there's not going to be much of a, uh, they won't, they don't need much coverage of, of this area. We won't be here this long. Whereas you look at the Parkland, Florida uh, high school shooting, uh, and David Hogg, uh, his some of the students in his his uh, uh, student body said he wasn't even at school that day, and then all of a sudden he ends up in the closet with him, you know, and uh, and so and then you you know there's there and I don't know how how deep this goes and I don't know how legitimate it is but there's there's theories out there that they have crisis actors where they just create this stuff. I mean, just make it up. <laughs> well, I, I've heard that, especially with some of the folks in Sandy Hook. But what my, my theory has always been that outside of anything that's completely wag the dog, right, um, there could be situations where we have foreign actors, we have shadow government types that are, that are seeking these people out that are already unstable. And they're they're prompting them, they're instigating them, they're feeding them. Maybe they tell them that they're part of a master plan to fix the country or something. You know what I mean? And they're provoking them. And then as soon as this happens, they go and they wipe any proof that they ever were there. And uh, and then they plant additional evidence and manifestos and this, that, and the other to make us think it's really uh, all these other right. things happening. And so it's it's. Go ahead. I was going to say, and, and to what you said about the media, uh, I know this is. It's still a hot topic, but I still feel like I want to say something about it. What happened in Georgia in February that's just now being reported that just now broke the news cycle this past week with that 25-year-old man who was hunted down like an animal by a father, a son, and a neighbor, you know, a former DA. You know, The word modern-day lynching was used, and I can't disagree with it. The fact that nobody in the media was talking about it. I mean, you had you had local and county officials speaking with top state officials in all the whole country, daily conference calls, daily briefings. Every governor in the country having multiple calls in a week with the White House. You can't tell me that this information wasn't available. You can't. You just can't tell me. Well, see, here's one There's thing. There's an agenda. Here's one thing that that about that that I I struggle to jump on board with with a lot of things that you just said like it happened in february why are we just now seeing it and to me we don't see all of the heinous acts of violence in 
in the world, in the United States. We don't see them all. And so for this one thing to be so outlandish that it went from February to now, like the outlandish thing was that it went from February when it happened to now we see it. To me, that's, that's, just, that's just one more bandwagon to get on. Now, if, if we were seeing all these heinous crimes come out and, be, and unfold like on a, on a daily basis or as, as quickly as possible for, uh, for media to be able to get involved or social media or whatever, uh, then, then to me that argument makes sense. It's crazy how it went two and a half months and, and was unknown to the populace. But my point is, is that you don't see all these things immediately just popping up everywhere. So it's not like this one thing is the only thing that happened from February to April or May or whatever. No, no. I'm, you see I'm, what I'm saying? I'm talking about the, ex- the extreme nature of it. And, and I was watching some of the local news coverage this okay. week there. Sure. They didn't have all the information. It was originally reported that the individual was, was found breaking into a home. Yeah, and I heard about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then all the information coming out, the, the, the length to which people were lying. I'm not saying this is necessarily on the same level with cabal and Satanism and, and all these bigger conspiracy theories. I'm just saying there are constant things in motion where we have much bigger powers picking and choosing what they want to feed us when they want to feed it to us. Oh, there's no question about that. And, and you know I, well, I don't want it to seem like I'm, I'm diminishing the issue at hand, but we're not being we're not being made privy to all the stuff that that we could be made privy to and that's you know what maybe that's part of the the issue that's going on and what you just said but is that ways, people are controlling what we do and what we don't see when we do and when we don't see but it a nobody a nobody a random a random person of any age in the middle of nowhere alaska they get on a cell phone they put something on TikTok. They put something here. They put something there. It's viral. We all know about it. Sure. What struck me as very odd about this and the links in which it must have been taken to suppress this is this really didn't get out. You know what I mean? Because yeah. take away mainstream media, you have social media out there. Yeah. Well, that's fair. It, it, was, it was controlled enough, uh, shut down temporarily or whatever. Yeah. Okay. I, I can get on board with that. Do we well, know who? Came up with this video, like who is the person behind this video, though? Because where did these people come from? This, has it even come out? Who videotaped it? Ladies and gentlemen, conspiracy Kate, uh, the tickler here. Get it? Uh, her imagination, her thoughts. My understanding, her knee just got tickled. Right now. It's always been anonymous. That's all they say. But there was a person who happened to be behind this guy who was jogging. Well, and see, I don't know. I don't know the specific on that. My understanding, though, is is the film was originally given to the authorities. Well, so they had it the whole time, and then the person kept a copy of it, and they, I guess, gave it to the family or the attorney. I don't know. I hear the hot sports opinion is, uh, is that the person who was filming should also be indicted or arrested or whatever because he's just as complicit as the two people with the guns. Well, there's a third person too that tried to block the individual. So, it, like, oh, I didn't see up. that. I yeah. just saw the person with the camera who was just yeah, no, in the disagree. car behind him or whatever. I don't know how. I don't know how he isn't a part of it. Side, side note here real quick. Hot sports opinions have been coming in. I've been slacking on my job here. That's fair. So if, if we, if for a second, if we want to catch up with some, 
So we have the average station saying there was a school mass shooting in Washington uh, that was a Native American kid. I know, I don't, I know she, it's not the same, but still um, so many mass shootings. Uh, Alan saying, uh, <laughs> he said he's a crisis actor for hire. Uh, Georgia bonfire, like we don't, we don't see them all, but we also don't have cell phone video. That's fair. Let me hop over to the other feed real quick. To see if I'm so involved. I want to put. Can I, can I give a statistic? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> Statistically speaking, we live in the most peaceful time in, in all the world. Yep. Uh, from from violence, crime rates, war, and all that. The time we're in now, statistically speaking, and I don't know how the statistic comes. Uh, they come about getting that statistic, but statistically speaking, it, we're in the most peaceful time uh, that the world has ever known. Yet, from a, a media standpoint, more uh, crime and violence is being reported than ever before. Yep. So, real life crime is diminishing, but on the propaganda machine, uh, it continues to, to increase, uh, which should show you. Now, why did it take two months to get out? Well, because if you if if that news cycle starts to take over the downfall of the economy and the coronavirus, then you've just wasted a news cycle. It's true. It's not, I don't think it's a coincidence that we're starting to see that the coronavirus models were a bunch of uh, were way off. Pokey. And I model for a I model for a living. Yeah, uh, you and do. anytime you and anytime, <laughs> but anytime you uh, you have show something the guns, that goes Joe, show from, the guns. Uh, two million. Anytime you, you have something go from two million deaths down to less than fifty thousand, uh, which I think's the 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 real number, not the uh, the 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 real number plus what we assume to be the number, but the real number right now, less than fifty thousand, should throw the model out. Yep. Yet we have made all these drastic changes to life for a model that has proven to be completely. Off base. I think that I uh, think you may have listened to our last <clears throat> episode because at the end of it we talked about what data and stats Governor Abbott had to had to deal with in order to make sure that he could open up parts of Texas and open up things in, in a in a timely manner and and all the statistics he had, whether they be raw numbers, whether they be percentages, whether they be whatever they whether they be a model of growth of this virus or whatever, right. he had to have seen conflicting information that allowed him to think, well, maybe this thing wasn't as dangerous as it as originally projected to be. Therefore, we can go back to some version of normalcy in our day-to-day life. And this is the segment of the podcast right. where we call Average Joe Boo and Average Joe Potato Potatoes. Because what I said, uh-huh. what I said was, yeah. I was not disputing what information was real or what information was not real. Sure. I was sure. Merely stating sure. there's contradictory information being presented. It's no and there's question. not being any reasoning shown as to why we're making the decisions we're making. For example... If, if the reasoning is contradictory in and of itself, there would be no reason for reasoning Okay, by a I posted this question earlier today. Just I was, throwing that out there for okay. you. Okay, well, I didn't... Uh-huh. I was watching an interview where Abbott went to the White House <laughs> uh-huh. yesterday. Uh-huh. So him and Trump are up there talking, and they're going on and on about how, how everything's great. Yeah. So Abbott makes the statement that we don't have any outbreaks or any problems in Texas. If we do, they're one of three categories. We have meatpacking plants in the panhandle. Yeah. Okay. We have uh, elder living. Yeah. And we have jails. Yeah. Now. Okay. For the, for the last week and a half, COVID every single ham. day. What? 
What's that? Keep going. Every single day, you have Dallas County, Tarrant County reporting increasingly high numbers, breaking records, this, that, and the other. So I'm not saying who's right or who's wrong. Mm -hmm. What mm -hmm. I'm saying is disconcerting as a citizen, ah. right, as a proud Texan, right, to have two, two groups of people sure. that are supposed to be trying to lead us, make decent decisions, this, that, and the other, who are basically in a you-know-what match right now. Not really speaking to each other. I'm they're, keeping it clean. They're trying. They're they're figuring out who's who's got the who's got more to show. Yeah, and um, <laughs> I just don't think it's I don't think it's sending the right message. And I think it's something that people should be concerned about, and people should te technically be upset about. I'm not trying to tell you that the, the coronavirus is the deadliest thing on the face of the planet. I'm not trying to tell you it's all fake. I'm yeah. saying there's something afoul right now. There yeah. are people that are working against all of us. Something afoot. and the future of our country. Yeah. And, so um, here's my theory to happen about it. Here's my theory about why it went from February to May for us to hear about or see this type of an of an action. Uh, within the past two weeks, the states have started opening things up more. And what more to get people to try to stay home than some fear that whenever you go out of your house, something's going to happen to you. And that's, in my opinion everything that the news perpetuates whenever they just throw the violence and the crime and all that stuff at you they're trying to get you to to just live in fear and how better to control the population than for them to fear whatever is out there whether it be the coronavirus or whether it be some yahoos in a white pickup truck looking for somebody to off and i know that that sounds very insensitive but my point is is the timing is ridiculously uh, suspect to the openings of state and now it's not a COVID matter that we're looking at it's some kind of a fear for your life uh, because somebody else is out there coming to get you type so of thing I'm, I'm going to take it and I'm not trying to be insensitive I apologize if it came off that way but that's that's to me the timing well, is just as suspect as uh, the release timing as well, as is the actual act itself I'll say that, that I think what happened in Georgia is, is, a, is a separate problem that is proof that there are some significantly concerning bad horrible cultural pockets in this country that oh, still exist no question about that. um no but question. going back to the coronavirus i think that we were on the brink right of having socialism take over our country and us losing our country during the less during the last election cycle some of the things that happened i mean you got to remember the affordable care act now I don't agree with the Affordable Care Act. There are some components of it that are very good, though. Okay. But during that time, you had a sitting president and his administration asking United States citizens to report each other for, for spreading misinformation. That's Red true. flag at WhiteHouse.gov. It existed. It was real. That's true. Um, the social media czar they appointed, the first one ever, uh, was in charge of that. Then you have it actually passing, and it is unconstitutional. It is unconstitutional to require a u.s citizen to engage in commerce and face penalty uh but yet they got it to go through uh you look at some of the things that Cl uh clinton was suggesting you look at the fact that what was it uh emerald operation emerald something where they bought up a bunch of walmarts and they were turning them into getting them ready at, as internment camps and you had special forces moving throughout the country okay and uh, i thought a buddy of mine's brother was posting about it and I was like, okay, he's always talking about the conspiracy theories. Then I was at the gym one day, and I see Greg Abbott going postal 
writing a formal letter to a sitting U.S. general or colonel in the panhandle that was running this operation. Right. Okay. And saying, like, what are you doing? You better show up. You better talk about this because it's not in my state. It okay. ain't happening. Uh, you also at that time saw massive amounts of U.N. trucks and, and U.N. equipment and, and machines and vehicles and stuff getting ready. Right. Um, getting staged here. You had former sitting presidents like Jimmy Carter. Yeah. Demanding and advocating for the U.N. to take over our election. Okay. You have the whole Russia thing, which getting back the side note to the Q thing, okay. the whole soccer ball thing. Oh, yeah. That was a pretty cool one. Yeah. Uh, to think that that really Well, you want to talk about conspiracy sight. theory. That's like prime. Yeah. Was the soccer ball really, was there something in it or v- about Viva, it? Viva football. But I feel like the way this is happening, you see what's happening in California. They are starting to put processes in place to physically remove people from their homes if they test positive. This, these whole um, positive case investigators, it's the same thing as, script, as skip tracing. They're hiring investigators to get into our lives and monitor us daily. What uh, about the whole potential of the human chip and nanotech to like control the population? Buddy, what I about that idea? Like every, in China right now, uh, the goings in and out of their house, they, they're controlled. Let me, let me tell you what's happening right now. Okay. AT&T. Yeah, okay. Facebook, Google, everything that we use right now knows where we're at. And if anybody in this room or we know of anybody, okay, that tests positive for them, yeah. what's going to happen is phone company is going to give them that data and they're going to geocode us. They're going to go back and trace everything already right now. Yeah. These companies are giving them geodata. Okay. So they can see heat maps of populations and movements. Look what happened in Michigan. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm getting a little hot right now, but I don't know if it's because I'm wearing a sweater. That's fair. You know? But, um, but look what happened yeah. in Michigan. They're trying, to, they're trying, they're trying to, to keep us in control with fear. Yeah. They're trying to break us down to where we think we have to have the government with these different stimulus checks. That's fair. You have states now saying we need a bailout or we're going to go bankrupt. We are literally I, I, on, on the brink, and I hope and pray that the right people are Q or whoever uh-huh. and protect us from this because it's Things it that very, make you say, hmm. hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get off my soapbox. Let, let Josh Walker talk now. Yeah. Sorry, bud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Josh. Hey, uh, if, if you want to look at something interesting, look at the date that DARPA Life Log was ended. DARPA Life Log. And then... DARPA, DARPA Life okay. Log. Write that down, Joe. Look at the date. And it's, it's confirmed. It's out there. Uh, public knowledge. Uh, DARPA actually got into a Twitter uh, argument with some random dude uh, about DARPA Life Log and when it, when it shut down. Uh, that, and essentially, DARPA said that was a program that we realized overstepped onto the uh, rights of our citizens, and that's why we shut it down. Huh. On, the, on the very same day, the very same day, a company by the name of Facebook was created. <laughs> okay. So the day DARPA LifeLog was shut down is the same exact day that, that Facebook was created. Interesting. Coincidence? So essentially, it's never gone, it, it, so LifeLog has never gone away. It just changes its shape. Uh, and and that's that's what happens uh, from that standpoint. Okay. We've been tracked for a, a long time. Your your Amazon Alexa is tracking oh, yeah. you. 
it's listening in on you. Your smart TV is recording you or, or listening to you. The webcam on you. I mean, the, the, they have access to all this stuff, and that's where uh, you have the. Uh, I don't know if you guys have have, have heard the FISA uh, documents, uh, or you know what the FISA. I've heard it. Is. Uh, I don't. I could not tell you in any detail what it's about, though. So essentially, you the the government cannot spy on its own citizens uh, without a legitimate reason. Okay. I mean, it's just it's a due process. It's just like any cop, if a cop wants to come to my house, he needs a warrant. Sure. Well, hold on, bud. Hold All on. Right. The Patriot Act still in effect. Be careful because some people oh, think, like Obama, that you can missile strike and kill United States citizens without habeas corpus or anything. Well, and also there's some, there's some doctors that, uh, or some, uh, some virologists that lose their job and get detained for several years, put on a gag order. Uh, without any kind of probable cause, and it's all it's unconstitutional holding and and all kinds of other stuff. So, yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of ways around no, the FISA documents. You're absolutely right. Uh, you are absolutely right. But ideally, by the 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 letter of the law, okay. a police officer, detective, has to talk to a judge and get permission to come into my house without my my consent. That's true. Yeah. Correct. Same thing happens with our cell phones or our computers, and that's where the FISA court comes okay. in. Uh, the FISA court essentially is the court system that says, yes, you can spy on this individual's emails, phone calls, whatever you want, but it has to go through the FISA court. Now, the FISA court is very uh, is scrupulous, the word I want to use. Okay. They, 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 the English language. I know. Uh, so they, they go over, over these warrants with a ton of scrutiny. Uh, it takes a lot to get it through, right? And so essentially, uh, have you all heard of the Steele dossier? Negative. Negative. Keep okay, in mind, so within Steel the dossier, or so is when most of our uh, enlightenment has happened. Okay, so the Steele dossier was written by a, a former MI6 agent, uh, essentially, it's it's what was used to uh, the Steele dossier is essentially what was used to push the whole uh, Mueller investigation, Russia, uh, Russia Gate, and all that good okay. stuff. Which which is coming so, undone now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the and the reason is because the dossier is coming undone, and the reason the dossier is coming undone is one. Uh, there's no, you, it, it supposedly, if you read it, it contradicts itself. It's just, it's flimsy at best. It's toilet paper thin anyway. Right. It was presented to the FISA court in order to give the government the right to listen in the FBI, uh, in particular to listen in and spy on Trump and some of Trump's teams. Uh, I think Ted Cruz's campaign got, uh, listened in on or whatever. Now, the fishy thing about all this is that the dossier was paid for by the Democratic National Convention with money that was loaned to it by the Clinton Foundation. Okay. So essentially, you have justified your rights to listen in on your political opponent with a dossier that you paid for uh, and presented. Now... Mm. 
the scrutiny comes in the fact that obviously any judge worth their salt isn't going to let that dossier be the reason that they signed the warrant, sure. correct? I mean, you and I can just apply common sense to that. They left that information out and and essentially ran this. So essentially what we have on our hands right now is a legitimate Watergate carried out by the Obama administration in conjunction with the DNC and the Clinton campaign. Okay. Now, if we all look at it with just common sense, there, there's no way those people should be around right now. I mean, they should be in the, under the prison, but, uh, which, which is essentially what's going on, but instead it led to a two-year investigation into a sitting president, a duly elected president. Uh, and so from that standpoint, we have that now. With that same technology and, and the loopholes that they use for that, you have what they call the five eyes. And so essentially what the five eyes is, because a lot of countries have this, uh, have the rule that you can't spy on your own people. Uh, you can't spy on your own citizens. So the five eyes is essentially what happens is, is that Australia spies on American people and it provides our government with the things that they found from that. We spy on Australians people and they provide the Australian government with that. And there are five eyes because there are five countries doing huh. this. Uh, and that's how they're moving uh, this information about, and they're getting around this pesky loophole that you're not allowed to to spy on your own citizens. Interesting. So, so your rights are being infringed on every day, folks. <laughs> well, the idea talk about socialism. I mean, that you're right. That's where we're going. That's why things like the First Amendment is so important. Uh, that's why things like the Second Amendment are so important. You know, because as, as soon as you have the inability to speak for what, you know, speak how you want to speak or defend yourself from tyranny, then then it's 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 not a it's not a huge step from those two things being taken away to uh, to a communist state. See, I, I think that um, and I, I would like to eventually in life do more research into this so I can probably sound a lot more well versed. But um I know our founding fathers are judged through a different lens uh, and looking at what was, was happening back then and, and those that date and time, that century versus, you know, against what is allowable and appropriate here. But um, I think they were very wise, and I think they, they foresaw what was coming. You know, um, giving us the ability to protect ourselves from, from enemies within us, our, our, you know, foreign and domestic. Right. Um, they knew what was happening, and a lot of people don't realize we were really um, under the Articles of uh, Articles of Federation. Was that it? Was sure, that right? sure, Joe. Articles of Confederacy. Sure. One of the two. Just keep I'm going. sorry. It's you know here it is. We know what happens to average Joe after ten uh, when we've been podcasting this long. <laughs> so, uh, but anywho, uh, we were under the Articles of Federation. I think is what it was um, before. Uh, we we went into this modern thing, but with the French and Indian War, uh, or eighteen twelve, excuse me, uh, they realized that the, the federal government had to have a more centralized role. Okay. But the founding fathers, every nobody ever wanted the the federal government to have as much power as it has now. Sure. We were supposed to be a federation of states. The the governmental the government's power was supposed to essentially be decentralized. I mean, where every aspect of government could check the other aspect of government. So no one 
government became too powerful. You and learned that one on National Treasure. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Also with uh, um, Schoolhouse Rock. That's true. That's um, true. But uh, but whenever we give, we, whenever we concede power to government, they never give it back to us. That's correct. You know, and I think in the nine eleven is a great example. In the wake of of natural or nine eleven, I think a lot of us, especially our generation, right, we were all like, whatever it takes. Yeah. Whatever it takes. So then I remember thinking about the Patriot Act. I really wasn't concerned about it because how it, we're at war. Let's give them what they need to get the the job done. But they haven't relinquished all that back yet. And and again, uh, you know, if the person that the U.S. citizen that was killed over in the Middle East that was fighting with a terrorist organization, if that's really what they're doing, they deserve to be punished. Right. But we don't know. They they wasn't a trial. Right. You know what I mean? They did not have the rights that they are they were given as United States citizen. And they used that. They, they perverted what we thought was going to be something pure, something good, uh, a reasonable tool to protect our country. They used it to assassinate a U.S. citizen. Oh, yeah. You know, and I, I know it probably sounds weird and, defending somebody who potentially was a terrorist, but it doesn't change the fact we're all given rights. And if one of us loses rights, we all lose rights. Well, I want to shout out to Emily well, for, and, for commenting. She just kind of validated what you were talking about with the Constitution. It was made to put the government in check, not the citizens. Exactly. So. Well stated. That's a good point. And, and, and I think, because I used to be on the same thing, you know, Patriot Act, for example. Like, if you're not doing anything wrong, you have nothing to worry yep. about. You know what I mean? Yep. The, the issue is, 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 like Joe was saying, when you give the government that much power, or give the government that particular bit of power, and, and they never get it back, it's only a matter of time before they start to abuse yep. it. Because then, then they start where the lines get get blurry. Is now what is a terrorist? Mm. He, if that makes sense, yeah. uh, we have quite a few domestic. So, in my opinion. You know, so was that it was that individual over there fighting uh, legitimately with uh, a, a terrorist organization formed by John McCain uh, allegedly? But was he over there fighting for him actually, or was he? Uh, a spy who knew something and was being taken out. We don't. We'll never know. But the slippery slope comes for you and I because we're not spies. We're not over in the Middle East. You know, the slippery slope for you and I comes from the fact that when you start to give them that ability, then if they can record you with, without your consent and you get upset and you say, "Man, I wish I never had to pay taxes again." Or you say something along those lines. When can they come in and start taking that stuff that you said in confidence, or you said in, in a different tone, or whatever, and start using that against yeah. you? And and it's not alone because what will happen. And you got to look for the and the censorship thing is another big thing that I'm on because you know it, you know the hate you know all that. There, obviously, you should never. Uh, it's, 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 I don't want to alarm, Josh, I don't wanna alarm you, but on our end, you're starting to sound like a transformer. So I think we might have rattled. Yeah, we might have. We, we might have rattled uh -oh. some people. We might be <laughs> censored here. <laughs> they're starting to get in Facebook's fixing to take us down. That's right. Well, I mean, if we well, get, my, if we get my, to COVID and whether or not it's a hoax, and we're still up, then maybe they just don't listen to like two hours into the episode. Well, here's the there deal. I mean, it was announced today that they're going to take those posts down, That's true. and they're going to warn us. Yeah. When I had the thing, so well, do we well, even do we even talk about like what are the 
coincidences that come up or that have come up. With uh, it being an election year? Pre, yeah, with it being an election year, pre-COVID announcement and shutdown and, uh, and kind of all the things that, that were in that cloud. Would and we, we haven't even started that? talking about the Tesla guy and the satellite arrays oh, that yeah. are going up, which I don't really want to think yeah. about that being as nefarious as it potentially can be. Yeah. But I saw somebody post, hey, guys, it's not a meteor shower. It's a satellite show. And the, I did realize how many satellites are being put up. Yeah. What is that about? Well, sure. I mean, Terminator Skynet is coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, seriously, like you think about some of these sci-fi movies, like it wouldn't surprise me if we all woke up in a dungeon from the Matrix at this point. That's this thing's getting a little bit squirrely. It is. It is. Right. I think Musk is crazy well, and, anyway. And what they do, though, is that, you know, for example, we'll just go with freedom of speech. There are obviously things people shouldn't say. Sure. But that's where they start. So they, they deem this misinformation or they deem this racist or whatever, mis, you know, misogynistic, whatever it is. That's where they start. Away. But it's not it's a matter of time before they shift from these things they consider evil uh, that 99 percent of the population would consider evil. And then they shift it to the other side. And then it's if if you mention anything about God or the Bible, then you're a right wing zealot. Yeah. Uh, and and all that you watch the 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 Waco miniseries on Netflix. Yep, that was really. And good. when you watch something with with a, from a propaganda, what kind of propaganda are they trying to push? There was some anti-government, anti-police, FBI, whatever propaganda. Yep. But there's a lot of propaganda as far as uh, religion. Any type of religion is a cult. Yeah. Is a cult mentality. They're in there marrying young women and, and all this. Yeah, multiple and, wives, all that. Right. So from the standpoint, you and it, and it goes back to LeBron James about that uh, Aubrey or uh, that guy in Georgia that was yep. jogging. Aubrey, I think is his last name. Uh, Ahmad Aubrey or something like that. Yeah. Um, but you know, this was this was a vile act by by a handful of people. Yep. Yeah, you have uh, LeBron James come out and say that they're out there hunting us now. So they take this one incident, they paintbrush it across the entire narrative, and they create this narrative that white people are out hunting black people. Hold on. Okay, Okay, sorry, go ahead. Then I have something. And I would just like, you know, to clarify, I think it was a disgusting act. Yes, agreed. You know what I mean? Agreed. Regardless. And I, I don't care what color, I don't care who was what color or anything like that. Any human being who dunks down another human being, it's a vile act regardless of anything. But the narrative has allowed someone to try and put a paintbrush over the entire thing. And now what can they start going in as far as that? That's why these, these freedoms of the constitution, you have to, I mean, people are like, well, the constitution, they didn't have this or they didn't have that. NATO's huge because, I almost guarantee you, from a military or police standpoint, from a police, you know, my brother-in-law was in the military. I work with a ton of military people. Uh, he's a cop. I asked him this question specifically. I said, if if they were to take away the Second Amendment, who who enforces that? And he's like, it would have to be NATO because uh, he goes, from my experience, a very few people in the military or in the police force would be willing to go infringe upon those rights. Right. Not taking away a gun from a felon who's not supposed to have a gun. I'm talking about from a, a law-abiding citizen. He said you're not going to be able to have the, the U.S. military do it. That's why 
NATO has to be be part of this, so another country can do it. Mm. And so, but yet they sell it as, oh, we need to be this alliance, uh, uh, allied force uh, to keep peace in the world. When in reality, they have a a, a different agenda in mind altogether. Sure. <laughs> so I want to say one thing to that. I, I I've been on a path of changing how I see some things, okay. and this incident in Georgia um, kind of put me kind of over the edge a little bit, and and to my opinion, was a little bit more. Uh, eye-opening anybody that read your posts now knows that that's fair that's fair you made that you you just said that loud and clear in your post i did but i'm just gonna say it like i'll say it again for those of you that didn't read my post um (laughs) i think a lot of things that have happened that that have happened that do happen just like you said josh first reaction is is horrible it's disgusting it's wrong regardless like because if you're a person excuse me who tries not to see color who tries not to be prejudiced and racist you're feeling that way about everything. But what strikes me different about this situation is this wasn't a, this was, wasn't something that you could say, well, it, it was somebody who was committing a criminal act or they were, um, they got the, the police, they didn't have enough training or there was all these untangibles where it probably was somebody making a poor decision yeah. or somebody who was already making bad decisions and hurting people. Right. But for me, what's different about this one is, is you have a former, I think, district attorney or or county prosecutor. Okay. Uh, Okay. Then you have his son, not like a young guy. Like, I think he's like mid to late 30s, right? Well, I shouldn't say that. I mean, we're we're in our mid to late 30s. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't old, but he wasn't young. So you have two generations. Yeah. Then you have neighbors in the community, and you don't just randomly... Your, your our knee-jerk reaction yeah. isn't to hop in a vehicle with weapons and hunt and chase down an unarmed person. That's not it's your fair. go-to. That's fair. If you're sitting on your front porch smoking a cigarette, drinking a beer, kicking back, enjoying life on a quarantine day, you see somebody just jogging down the street and you say, Hey, Earl, did, weren't there some burglaries in the neighborhood a couple of weeks ago? Go get your gun. Go get your gun. I bet you that's him. So for me... For that to have happened the way, again, I don't know all the details, but you can see the footage. There was literally people in pickup trucks, guns pointing, shooting. Yeah. Um, all that happening. And then you see that the local officials, they did not place one charge. There were no handcuffs put on anyone. There was not even somebody arrested. I can understand someone saying in the midst of COVID, uh, we can't find a judge who recused himself. Uh, you know, because of all the relationships in the legal system. I can understand a lot of things. We arrested him, but we put him under house arrest being watched because we don't want to put anybody in jail. I can understand a whole bunch of those things. But you can't tell me there's not a cultural problem down there. There's not something happening. And, and if it's not racism, it's something. Um, so I, I think okay. people that want to say that was racism, here's what we've been screaming and talking about, I think it's fair for them to say that because – a, a person was hunted like an animal. So are we still? I just I'm curious here, Joe. And That's I just, okay. I'll I just be quiet want now. you to know where my curiosity comes from. Are That's we okay. still talking conspiracy theories now, or are we talking about uh, problems in society that need addressing? We're going to go back to conspiracy theories. I just wanted to say that I oh. felt very passionate about this. So apologies, but I don't know. Uh, well, I'd, I'd agree with you. I'd agree with really you there. There. The, I mean, to to. To completely ignore the fact that there are racist people in this world, Short everywhere, yep. 
is 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 very short sighted. So I I don't I don't agree with the people who say there isn't racism, but I don't agree uh, with people jumping straight to that. Also, especially in limited uh, right. limited knowledge. No, of I, it, well, it's and and that, that that's also. When you when you when you throw out the racism card or the Nazi card or this person's Hitler's card or or this person is Hitler card, uh, you know everyone. If if I disagree with you, I'm called a Nazi. Or if if this president doesn't agree with you, he's he's the next Hitler. You know. Or if if I disagree with someone of a different color or minority, then I'm a racist. And when you throw those names and those tags out as often as they do. What you end up doing is you end up diluting those words. Yep. It, it should offend somebody to, to the core to be called a Nazi. Yep. I mean, you're looking at a group of people who shoved human beings into a train until they were filthy, parked in, 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 pulled into a concentration camp, and made these people think that they were about to get the first shower that they had in weeks. And when they get in there, they gas yep. them. And they, I mean, that, that's a heinous act by a heinous individual. And Trump and, 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 and Obama and Bush have never reached the level of Adolf Hitler that we know Agreed. of. But, yeah. You know what I mean? And so when you, when you start to call people these things racist, if I don't agree with you because you're a minority, or you're a minority, I don't agree. I'm not a racist. I still don't agree with you. You know what yeah. I mean? And and what it does is it dilutes the fact that there are real racists out there that need to be called it, but you've you've used it so much. It's like the boy uh, boy crying uh, wolf, right? But I- uh, which is is the issue that we have, and the media keeps pushing it out there like that. Was this racially charged? Possibly. I mean, if you look at the two hillbillies that they and their mug shots, <laughs> I mean, just judging a book by its cover. You you might go to that that situation, sure. you know, and, and call it like that. But well, to it's say a statistical possibility that, as well. So yeah, could it be right? Sure, but to say, be. but to say that this is becoming the norm, it's not the norm. People hunting down other people is not the norm, uh, and we have to accept that. But they want you, like you said, living in fear. They want you thinking that that's the norm. But. Uh, and so what I'm saying, though, is is, is I, I think we're close to being on the same page with this. I, I do believe that that there's there's racist people just like there's murderers. But what I've had a hard right. time swallowing is that there are there is cultural racism. There's there's racism that transcends an isolated one or two people. There are pockets of that still in this country to where that culture in that part of the state or the city, the town, the county, wherever, these pockets, that, that, that exists as a, as, a, as a culture. I've had a hard time understanding that, seeing that, or even believing that that still exists. And so for me... All cognitive distance, right, man. So for Like you have to get, like you have to get past that fact and realize they're, they're crummy people in this world. Well, yeah. well, but more than crummy individuals, I'm saying like there's, there's crummy crummy uh, cultures like uh, groups of larger groups of people you yeah know I mean? they, they they find their own yeah, but for me this was the social dissidence thing where i'm like okay i can see it similar to what we're talking about with some of these larger conspiracy theories uh just like you say like i i was so frustrated with all the alt-right stuff because i'm like okay i hate nazis as much as anybody i hate white supremacists 
it's not like we have a bunch of that going around. This is obviously propaganda, this, that, and the other. But when we start looking at the Nazi ties to, to all the governments post-World War II, there are factions of supremacy in some of these, these, these ghost shadow organizations and powers and stuff. Correct. So again, it's like one of those things to where, okay, oh, do we have somebody, a crazy person, you know, out in the Appalachian Mountains that's all like hell Hitler? Or do we actually have people in government and in positions of power and control that are supremacist, whether it be white supremacist or rich, you know, whatever? Okay. We have that type of, of um, prejudice at the highest levels. And, and that's a lot to take in that that's still happening in 2020. That's fair. Josh, let's get to something that uh, that we haven't fully discussed and, you know, just tickling okay. the fancy. What are your opinions about this entire pandemic? And uh, and it, is it is it something to, to fear? Is it something to be worried about? Or is it is it just a piece of election year propaganda or uh, or media uh, abuse? In your opinion, what? Uh, I, I mean, it's just my thought. You have to look. You look at the numbers. Numbers still haven't surpassed the flu. It's true. Uh, you got. You got to look at Doctor Burks and uh, Doctor Fauci. Oh, right. And and the things they're saying are contradicting themselves. Uh, Doctor Burks specifically came out and said, if if someone dies, they don't. And they don't even have to test them to. to uh, to knock it for uh, COVID. Okay. Um, supposedly, hospitals are being incentivized for diagnosing. Uh, diagnosing is COVID, and then uh, uh, applying a death to COVID. Right. CDC graphs themselves actually show an increase of COVID nineteen deaths, but a decrease of heart disease, diabetes, murder, uh, car accidents, that kind of right. stuff. Uh, so I, I, you know, the point the being is, is, is makes sense because nobody's driving. Right, I get, I get that, but you know, heart disease and all that stuff, yeah. that stuff that, that, that you know, go stop away. even just because you're locked up. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> doctors are coming out and saying it's we shouldn't be locking down. We should build building up our immune system. Yeah. You have other scientists saying that the fact that the origin of this thing uh, gained so much press. Yeah. And you got to kind of look at it from that standpoint. Is is in the middle of this thing, they were all they were they were all concerned that that Trump was calling it the Chinese virus or the Wuhan right. virus. If it's a true pandemic, why like why is that what we're being being is being talked about? In my that's just my okay. opinion. Yeah, you know that makes I mean? sense. Then you look at it from the standpoint of of the economy's killing everybody, and so. They they go to push the uh, the 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 COVID nineteen act or whatever that gave us all you know the 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 check from the government and it had to go through the house three times because they kept pushing stuff in there like uh, the Green New Deal or the uh, um, yep. federally funded abortions and that kind of right. stuff. If that stuff is is really as necessary and needed as it should be, why are you playing games with instead of just sending a stripped down bill that basically you know that everyone can agree on? So the fact that the the politicians are playing games with all this stuff, and then the big thing now is that they're trying to uh, push 
uh, mail-in voting for everybody for the general election. Oh, yeah. So nobody's going to vote in person. It's all going to be mail-in right. voting, which <clears throat> obviously you're trying to post uh, the uh, uh, means of voting that is susceptible to voter fraud. Uh, and so more susceptible, that the most tells susceptible me, it possibly could be. Absolutely, yeah. and, and that's what your agenda is right now during this pandemic. Yep. Not the people dying, not the fact that there's possibly a cure. It's the fact that we should be we should be voting in November. Uh, you know, to me, a pandemic. If it's a true pandemic, we got to figure out a way to uh, to stop it, to cure it. Or to halt it, whatever. We're not worried about that. So, Josh, do you uh, do you know about the uh, the guidestones in uh, in Georgia? Have you you heard no. anything about these things? About the what? Uh, the uh, guidestones in Georgia. <coughs> okay, no. so I learned about this today. Uh, conspiracy, oh, Kate, or, or do you want to talk about the guidestones? At all? Do you know anything about those? The guidestones in Georgia are stones that say that they should have the population at 500 million people. It's a way to population control, basically. Okay. Like, that's their goal, is to have 500 million people. In the world? Yes. Worldwide population of 500 million. Yes. And, uh, and so, are there... Do we feel like there's any connection between between those stones and this pandemic right so, now? So help me just, and I apologize for sounding like an idiot. That that, that happens a lot. It, uh, it does. You're right. Um, it's true. I mean, things you think you don't care about. Guidestones. Guidestones in Georgia. Are these literally right of the like? CDC. Are you talking about? I don't know anything about it, so I'm being serious. Are these like stones that people have carved into, like stones like cave paintings, or it's, like stones as in it's a covert group of people? It's like a miniature Stonehenge. Yes, exactly. This, I believe that the stones are about two stories high. They're huge stones. They're right outside of the CDC in Georgia. Oh. The CDC headquarters in Georgia. So and the CDC made them. It's yes. been erected. And the top, the top line on That's them fair. is talking about how... They want 500 million, 500 million people. As a how many people do we have now? Seven billion. Seven billion. So 500 million would be considered a uh, a controllable world population, a controllable, a thrivable, a sustainable, you name it. That's quite, that's quite a reduction in force there. Right. Absolutely. Six and a half billion people. Right. Exactly. Very Look good, Look at the Joe. math skills, Very baby. Very good. Subtraction works for everybody. So, hey, you, you know, I told well, you the other day what one minus one is. That's, that's well, Bill Gates has already been like, in the, in the early days, was an advocate for population control. Absolutely. And I don't think it's a coincidence that he's the one pushing the vaccination right now. So, uh, Which is another thing. Why aren't we listening to Bill Gates on vaccination? He's not a doctor. Fair question. He, well... He owns, he owns all the patents on patents, vaccination. Exactly, right? he owns the patents too. So hold on. exactly, but but he's still a not not a doctor. Bring out one of your one of your your patent doctors, and and Bill Gates shouldn't be the voice of of, of vaccines. That's true. Well, for those of you watching the feed, now that you use the word vaccine, I'm waiting for the uh, the old uh, sister-in-law on here 
uh, to to spread the good word about that. She's watching and yes, and she's she's all about the 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 problems with vaccines. I'm so torn have you on seen them. have you seen the docu series Pandemic that came out on Netflix? Pandemic, yes, I well, watched. Pandemic, uh, pandemic no, no, no. Pan- I've seen Pandemic. The doctor who got fired for for supposedly saying it, which I'm not against vaccines. I think vaccines in the purest form are immunotherapy is, and can help. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. Absolutely. They're necessary and they benefit. And I think you know, I mean, things like polio aren't around really because of vaccines. But something like a one vaccine uh, to cure it all. The flu, the I mean, flu vaccine, I don't get. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's supposedly, and this is a conspiracy. I don't know how valid it is, but supposedly Italy was in uh, their standard flu vaccine carried a strand of the H one N one flu, uh, which wiped out a ton of their older population. Uh, I you know I don't know how true that is or not, but that's why it was so bad in Italy. Um, but I think you should all you should be very leery of a a vaccine that's supposed to treat something for one we have a very cheap cure for that hydrochloroquine or whatever it's called uh is having you know doctors that i know personally have said it's it's success rate is is phenomenal uh in this in this particular thing the mortality rate uh is is coming out to be less than half a percent uh on this thing uh really doesn't justify in my opinion a vaccine for it uh, but uh, they're pushing it, so there's got to be something else uh, behind it. So my, well, my I don't disagree with that. I, I did want to, I did want to bring up a few points. That uh, first of all, I didn't write these points. I'm just sharing them, so you can do your research, okay? But uh, but Bill Gates and uh, Barack Obama released that docu series in January, right before the whole Wuhan virus was discovered, okay? Uh, that docuseries pushed the need for the Gates Foundation to receive funding to carry on virus research to prevent the next pandemic. And, uh, and you know, Bill Gates funded the Wuhan lab that, uh, that in China that released that Wuhan virus or where it was said to have Allegedly. Yeah, where it was said Allegedly. to have originated from. Well, it, was, it was a raw bat in Wuhan. Right, which uh, a virus living in a, a animal host and then just somehow transferring directly to a uh, a human host would take much much longer a longer amount of time for it to become uh, as spread as it has and probably right. in months like four months worth well they say your this. dog carries all types of covid viruses in it yeah, corona right. style viruses yeah yeah but it has yeah. and it takes a lot for it to jump it takes a lot for it to jump and then yeah, and then live on that host, and, yeah, and become if you take contagious. Take it into a lab, though. You can you take it into a lab. You can go ahead and just transfer exactly. That real we can fast. speed that up. Yep. Speed it up eight hundred. Well, I'll take years. this back yep. to the Clintons. You oh. know, I, I'm I'm hoping and praying Red that star. that if 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 uh, was it a Q is real and all this stuff that something happens to Clinton Foundation because I've been on this since I was in high school. There was a, a direct correlation between the time in which our missile secrets were stolen by China and a half like a five hundred million dollar deposit from the Communist Party of China into the Clinton Foundation right around the time Clinton was trying to run for re election. 
Like, there's been blatant. Oh, there are tons of those, man. Blatant. Uranium One. Yes. We sold 20% of our reference grade plutonium to Russia yep. via the Clinton Foundation. So that's our taxpayer money funding it, and then I'm getting rich off of it. That that listen, the Clinton are, are skis is all the way around. I mean, there's just there's no way around it. Uh, you look at her. I mean, look at her career. I mean, as a young lawyer, she was kicked off the Watergate trial. Uh, uh, prosecution team because they said she was uh, she had no ethics and she was just a, a bull faced liar. That's, you uh, know she tried when yeah, when Clinton. I mean her her claim to fame in her law career is she got two uh, child rapists off. Uh, then she goes into the White House as the first lady and is given health care and completely failed at that. Then she runs for Senate, and the only reason she ran for Senate is because JFK Jr. died in a plane accident. Uh, did he? Did he? Did he? But did he? Uh, he's not running. He, in other words, he wasn't around to run for it, or she would never would have won the Senate seat that she won there. Then she becomes Secretary of Defense, and she's just a complete joke in that with the Benghazi and the emails and so forth. And then she runs for president twice and gets beat by Obama in the primaries. And then has to cheat to beat Bernie in the primaries and then gets completely waxed by Trump in the 2016 general election. Like, if you look at this woman's resume, like, it should have been, like, a normal person would have been cut off long ago. Yeah. She never would have made, I mean, she's an utter failure at everything she has done thus far. And so she has to have pictures on somebody. Well, and she failed to fully cover up all 30,000 emails. Yeah, and that's where Ukraine comes in. That's where Biden's sunk. That's a whole other podcast. Thank you for, but that's where Biden's well, sunk and all to that do stuff. Volume two of this, man, because now, <laughs> now we're getting to some of this stuff. You know, like I, I'll just say, I'm I'm not the utmost expert, and I think we really should do another one of these, uh, especially to dig into the whole Flynn thing Flynn, uh, that's happening. Yeah. But um, but my my thing, Dude, I was, Flynn. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I'll just say this: Flynn being his his charges being dropped this week. Uh, it's not a coincidence. Is the, it's, no, not at all. Not a there coincidence, but it is, it is extremely, extremely bad news for the bad guys. Q, when you look through the Q things, the one thing that Q says all the time is that Flynn knows where the bodies are buried. Mm. And uh, and it, it's, not, it's, it's not a good thing. We, when I say Q, we... Those who follow Q have been expecting this to happen. It probably hadn't happened as quickly as we expected it to, but we expected him to be exonerated. He was exonerated this week, and, and things are going to get worse uh, uh, for him. So, well, I just think big things coming. I just think it's ironic. You know, I, I have some people that think I'm friends with a lot of people with a lot of different um, <laughs> thought processes, political, theological affiliations, and it's all great. But uh, one person, you know, I was talking to somebody about this. I, I enjoy uh, engaging in civil discourse with them. And um, I brought up the whole Flynn thing. And I'm like, wow, this should be something we can all get behind and agree on. And one of the things she was saying, which I've seen a lot uh, with in other parts of the media is, guys, he lied and, and he admitted his guilt in lying. And so they're saying, well, so he shouldn't have been let free because he, he's a liar he lied to the FBI, and he that's what he should be convicted on. But then I got to thinking about it. You know who else lied under oath? Uh, all kinds. Sitting U.S. president Slick did. Slick Willie. 
Sitting no, you're, you're right. Did. And he lied underneath under and, oath. He committed a crime. He's barred. He cannot practice law anywhere because of his perjury. But yet, we're not going to do anything. That's why I think the more and more stuff that's coming out. I was telling this person because they. So, they, what are you saying about Trump now? He's a liar. He's lied. No, I'm talking about Clinton. Well, let's, let's oh, talk Clinton. about talking about Clinton. If we talk about oh. Flynn real quick. Yeah. If we talk about Flynn real quick, you, you, a confession. Yeah, Clinton did when he was a sitting U.S. president. He oh, lied when he was. Oath. I thought you were yeah. saying yeah. now. Yeah, I'm saying and nothing happened. Oh, I see. I see. I'm He's right. made millions of dollars. He He's Harold is one of the greatest presidents That's ever. That's my fault. I'm sorry. I read, I read comments, and, and Adam, oh. uh, Adam made a, a solid suggestion. At what point in time is it still a theory? Is this all still conspiracy theory? He put theory in all caps because uh, there's, there's sometimes where too many coincidences – uh, are mathematically impossible. That's fair. You know, yeah. and for it to not just be a theory no, anymore. No, 100%. So? 70% of all plane accidents are caused by uh, by the deep state. Right. There you go. So, Still, well, uh, you know, after... Trying to, trying to, like, I mean, always look at the manifesto, see who was on that plane, because there's always someone who's trying to get got. So, well, you know, one, but, of the, one of the people that on one of the planes in 9-11... Was the one of the head people at Raytheon, and my mom? We used to live over next to Raytheon and Garland, and my mom threw their newspapers was right next to the newspaper warehouse, and like instantaneously, that place was on complete lockdown. Well, okay, so there was that, and then uh, there was the potential that the the guys who were who took over the plane and started flying them had just a few lessons on a very small Cessna aircraft so yeah, no how could they control the big 747s or the airbuses or whatever they Listen, had man. also they, they then we can we can they control a drone on the other side of the world i mean i think we can control a, an airplane right. well and then they remote they pinned it all on the america's uh biggest uh threat osama bin laden who was a cia yeah, uh employee uh or in his early yep. days and then SEAL Team 6 all mysteriously died in a helicopter crash uh, like a month after they captured or killed Osama bin Laden. I mean, there's there's so many things where uh, when there's coincidences, they just build up, build up. There's got to be some point yeah. where they're not all just a coincidence. I will, I will tell you, if yeah. I ever allow myself to, uh, to truly hear or even consider... You know what I mean? The the the, the true origin of nine eleven, I think it's gonna it's really gonna be a hard thing. Yeah, you're gonna have to have some dissonance. It's some gonna be cognitive hard, dissonance there. And I don't like I don't want to think. I mean, it, it's again. I also about think keeping in perspective. It's not America doing it. It's versus people that are in control. You know, of America. But I got to tell you, I, I've been a W fan uh, pretty much my whole life, and um, for a lot. When we of, get too attached to W. I, I know, buddy. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> What I was going to say is, uh, is what the that, direct descendant from HW, right? That well, that's another one, though. I mean, like I just, what we're talking about now is making more sense. But I'll tell you, I, I there, I, I really felt like I mourned uh, to some extent his his passing. Um, I he was like one of the first presidents I really remember as a kid. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. And like I remember voting for him every election, and I've I've all I've read his books and stuff. You I, voted for him every election? No, even in elementary school we all had kid oh, elections. Oh, when you, know you had the I mean? little mock elections. Yeah, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. So like I, I, you know, I don't remember any of that. I didn't pay attention. Well, I mean, I, well, I voted like, for the first time like two years or like two elections ago. I literally I voted in a, pre- a preliminary local uh, election on my birthday, 18th birthday. I woke up. First thing I did is go across the street and vote. 
uh, because I could. So I'm, I'm, I'm into this stuff. That's why the hat's backwards. We're talking politics uh, again. He got serious. Average Joe's, average Joe's ready to play. He didn't show his cue, though, I, like Josh, which I appreciate the hat, by the way. Me too. I do appreciate hey, man, that. Yeah, question the narrative. That's right. That's all. And, and I, I got to go here in just a minute, guys. But all I'm going to say is, one, has a cue don't on. take my word for it. Oh. Do your own research. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm just simply throwing some seeds out there. You know, if you want to, want to dig the plant and, and all that good stuff, that's on you. Uh, uh, Absolutely. Also, listen to topofdewchain.com. <laughs> well, we want we want all of our listeners to uh, to to show some love to Top of the Dude Chain. Absolutely, we, we guys. Do. I I gotta tell you, it, out of all the things I could listen to and find myself listening to, um, I really do enjoy listening to y'all's podcast. Sincerely, Absolutely. it's good stuff. It's funny stuff. Thanks, guys. Uh, we appreciate you're great. it. And um, we're always trying to, uh, you know, one of the things you guys talked about, uh, you guys were kind of like uh, the inspiration or you're like at the top of the coaching chain on all these different iterations of podcasts. And so I think we definitely kind of fall into that. And every time we're uh, we're in the masterful studio with the hidden room, you know what I mean? We're always trying to step up our studio yeah. game. So we, we appreciate nice. our podcasting big brothers. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yes, bud. How are we going, brother? All right, y'all. Take it easy. Well, Joe Boo, this has been, uh, I've got to tell you, man, for Friday night, an hour, 48 minutes. Yeah. I mean, this is Conspiracy Theories Part 1. Part 1. I mean, I just put swimming in Conspiracy Theories for tell a title. You. I mean, uh, because we weren't, we weren't really getting terribly deep in some of them. I mean, yeah. we, were, we were just we were kind of scratching the surface on a lot of that stuff. And so, which maybe that's maybe that's the point. Maybe that's why the tickler was here, to just just give us a little give us a little tickle. Conspiracy Kate. Yeah, just give us a little well, idea. What I think the biggest part about this is is like is, like is JFK Jr. is he is he dead? Did he die in that plane crash? We don't know. It's important for us. Know. Nobody to, will ever know. Yet. Well, Emily says we don't she. Know yet. Emily says she wants to come for the next one. Oh yeah. Awesome. Yeah. She's in for the next. And then Gail says, hey, Greg. Mom says, hey, Greg. So I guess Jack's watching. Yeah, Greg Hart must be Greg on. Greg Hart, his alias. Uh, Julia's on there. I know there's a I'll we tell you. Have the Cochran's on. We go deep. That's yeah. fair. Um, all the uh, – thank fair. you guys, everybody watching. Obviously, we, we had a lot of content here. We didn't get to get to everybody's comments. Yeah. Uh, but we were trying to cover some ground. So we appreciate y'all's participation. Absolutely. And we want to remind everybody when we're doing this next, the next conspiracy one or yeah. any of ours – we do have some pretty great technology that we can bring in up to like four to six people. Uh, so we look forward to having you guys, even if you're not coming in. Uh, we'd, we'd love to have you remotely. Um, okay, Greg Hart replied now. No, <laughs> did he? He did. Where it is, Greg? Oh, LOL. Good old Greg Hart. Oh, yeah. Keeping it real. Yeah, he is. But Conspiracy Kate, thank you so much. Absolutely. For shedding some light. I think the important thing here, guys, is just what Adams or Josh has said. I always do that. Whatever what we've all kind of been saying, a lot of these videos, people are saying, and even I guess Q uh, himself, right? Yeah. Uh, ask questions. Look for answers. Yeah. You know? I mean, uh, don't don't just assume that what you're reading is true. Do your research. Yep. Right. Find the stuff, and you. There should be nobody else out there convincing you. You should be convincing yourself of anything and everything that you look into anything and everything that you read if you believe it 
then make sure that you have done the research to justify and verify that belief. I mean, we're not necessarily trying to call ourselves uh, the Morpheus right. to your Neo. Right. We won't, we won't specifically give you the red pill. Yeah, we're, not, we're not even offering the blue pill at this point. Yeah. We're just saying, hey, yeah. why don't you think before you take a pill? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We're like just, we're the sidekicks to, to Morpheus. We're over there just sitting around watching. You I got to tell you, you know, but if we were Morpheus, you know, these sunglasses aren't too bad. But uh, maybe for the next one, we find the little round glasses that just go over the bridge in the nose. You like that? <laughs> the ones that don't have the earpiece? Yeah, or maybe we can have Matrix nicknames, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, we do the slow motion stuff. It'd be great. Uh, you may shoot a gun at you while you do that? or Not a real one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Blanks. <laughs> okay. No, no, just finger. Bang. Oh. Yeah, we don't even need a you real You don't gun. want blanks? You don't want the actual sound? No, because we're talking about conspiracy theories, right? Ah. So then somebody will swap like they did to uh, Bruce Lee's son. Oh, swap a real bullet in there. Yeah. Or like in uh, in the movie with the two magicians, uh, The Prestige, where he drops Dude, that was mind bullet blowing. That the... was a well-done movie. It really was. It really pretty, was. Pretty good. They're twins. So uh, we, we got... Uh, so I know we're wrapping up a little bit, yeah, right? absolutely. So we're going to try to be back on Monday. Monday, yeah. Monday, we, we're... We're not necessarily picking themes here. No, not specifically. We're, we're going to catch up, talk, going to have a special guest. Special guest. Uh, check out Busy Body Prep. Busy if, Body uh, Prep. If you, don't like, uh, if you don't like cooking your own meals for the week, they will, uh, they'll will hook you up with uh, ready-made lunches or dinners or whatever you need uh, for the week, I believe. And uh, we'll get more into that, kind yeah. of the creation of it and, and, uh, and a lot of the details. Well, hashtag support those you know. Yep. We ourselves are trying our best to embrace our own entrepreneurial spirit sure. with Average Joe's Media. And uh, we love to support other people that are trying to get out in the better than the world and make their own way. So Absolutely. Uh, we love uh, to have entrepreneurs on. Absolutely. We do. And so uh, if you get, if you got a side hustle or a main hustle, holler at your boys. Wow. That was loud. Well, it's been fun. I mean, dude, think about it. We have not Things both... that make you say, hmm. We have not both gotten to sit in this beautiful studio. That's true. For a couple months. A couple months. Yeah, and surgeries, so is, COVIDs. I'm telling all you. All kinds of stuff. So it's it's been... Uh, it's good to be home. That's fair. That's fair. Guys, this is the podcast, Things You Think You Don't Care About. You can find us on all social media platforms. Uh, at, on Facebook, you just go to at The Average Joe's Media. And Joe's is spelt with... J-O-S. There's no E in Joe's. You can also find us on most all podcasting platforms. Uh, of course, we recommend the main ones, you know, Apple, the iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play Music. There's several more that if you have a specific platform, we're most likely out there. Just search things you think you don't care about or Average Joe's, J-O-S, media. Until next time, I am the Average Joe Boo. Now the Average Joe telling the dark state, hey, never mind everything we just said. And make sure you keep it clean. One, two, three, and two to four. Average Joe and Joe Boo on your radio. Ready, make a podcast, so turn it up. Because you know we about to mix it up. With music, sports, games, and more. On the podcast, things you think you don't care about. Ain't nothing but a Joe thing, baby. Two guys with mics getting crazy. We picking up material daily. So don't miss an episode.